these are some of the things that we're talking about that we hope that the girl child that comes after us will no longer have to feel disqualified or feel more judged or harshly judged because of these things or because of these qualities. We should not get used to it and saying, well, it's part of life. It's one of those things I experienced it so well, the next person has to experience it. No. So if you're a female, um, look out for these things. If you have another female on your team and somebody is being, you know, being man interrupted or, you know, their man explaining something or there's bro prioritizing going on or gaslighting going on, uh, please challenge it. Don't just sit back and sit quiet because tomorrow you never know. It might be you. Hello everyone, this is Tracy and I am your host on the Visible at Work podcast. Subscribe to hear a weekly dose of actionable insights from me with my decade experience working with multicultural teams across Europe, the Middle East, Africa and North America. You also hear down-to-earth interviews with culturally diverse people who have succeeded to remain visible at work, irrespective of adjusting to different countries, work cultures and people. You don't want to miss this. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be back on the Visible at Work podcast on this week. And today, October 11th, is the International Day of the Girl Child. I know I have a lot of female listeners. I also know I have male listeners as well. But if you're a guy, you probably have a sister, a mother, a cousin, a female friend. So please stay tuned and listen to the connection between how the International Day of the Girl Child and the things that happen at work or in our careers as females um, that happens a lot, the negative aspects of it and how we can change that narrative. So stay tuned. Speaking about the girl child and what what we see at work or in people's careers, we would notice that there are four things that a lot of people have faced either once or maybe more than once in their careers. And if you have a younger sister or a friend, I believe you should be able to take note of this and hopefully um, prepare their minds and also help them to be more confident in speaking up and um, sharing their own narrative and also standing by their ideas when they decide to share at work. And um, I don't mean to go political, but if you had watched the vice presidential debate in the U.S., when uh, Kamala Harris said, I'm speaking, and now this has become a lot of memes and a lot of things. This is part of the inspiration for the topic that I'm going to be sharing today on the podcast. So now diving into the four things that I noticed uh, that happens a lot with careers and how you can start to prepare the mind of the girl child. Hopefully we would stop having this type of issues and one of those things are man interrupting. I think it's pretty obvious uh, when you say man interrupting, a lot of men do this a lot without even taking into cognizance that somebody was clearly speaking before they interrupted the person. And most times it's always a female person. Um, It's always a lady um, at the workplace that gets interrupted every time she wants to share an idea or wants to speak up or wants to um, defend an opinion at work. Um, 
and we live in that type of world now it will be foolhardy of us to deny this type of issues that are happening but instead let us address it head on a second thing that i have noticed when it comes to um things that have to do with the female at work and uh uh, some men sometimes it's not gender specific but it happens uh, a second one would be man explaining so mansplaining would also be explaining the obvious like dumbing down on what a female uh, leader or a female co-worker has just said so picture this you're in a boardroom you're in a meeting or let's say a virtual meeting you as a female just give an idea you said let us do this campaign or let us work on this project you just said that plainly and the next minute the next person besides you or a guy picks up and says yeah so speaking about that project i think we need to uh, go ahead with the project now and then your boss goes oh yes yes jim jim is right we need to go ahead with the project so trying to um, explain the obvious like you don't really understand what you're saying or um, trying to dumb down what you're saying that is man explaining so um, this is something that a lot of men also do that um, if you're not careful you would find out that a lot of females don't speak up and you're wondering why don't they speak up because these are some of the things that happen every time the third aspect would be bro priorating so it is called bro priorating because the male figure at work decides to take credit for the woman's idea. So it's almost similar to man explaining, but this time the person completely ignores that you gave that idea and then just zops the idea, takes the idea, rides on the idea like it's his idea. That is bro priority. And I believe in past episodes I've talked about like taking credit for your work. Now that that is applicable to everybody um, at work but this in the sense of international day of the girl child and the female co-worker at work where especially for women that work in a male-dominated industry so maybe you are uh, an IT project manager you are a, an engineer you are a pilot you work in a lot of male-dominated industries and you don't really you don't even have additional female support or you don't even have any or you are the only um you would experience instances where um there's both priority going on and people tend to take credit for your work so if you're a guy um if you've been doing that maybe it's time to check yourself uh, maybe you even do that unconsciously but i really want everyone to take note of those four things that we're talking about today now, the fourth one will be gaslighting. I have seen this happen not just with men, um, but for the context of the podcast today, we're going to focus on uh, how that happens to a lot of women by men, where they doubt your perception and your sense of, of uh, reasoning, and uh, you say something and then they make it seem like that, that doesn't happen, that's not true. And meanwhile, that is true. Um, also taking into cognizance like the, the debate as well uh, when Kamala Harris was making some, uh, some statements and then um, when uh, Vice President Pence was talking about um, that 
institutional racism doesn't exist and racism, you know, it doesn't exist, you know. So you not experiencing or not having to witness uh, an aspect of your life in that regard doesn't give you the right to negate or um, dis you know, just discountenance or just, you know, push aside somebody's experience, even though it's not your experience, give the person that room to talk about their experience in their own way. They know what they've experienced. They know how that makes them feel or what they're talking about. So if this happens a lot at work uh, and you're a guy doing that, you're probably gaslighting your female coworker. And if your female coworker uh, and you've experienced this as well. It is called gaslighting. So sometimes you're being gaslighted where maybe you make a report. Um, maybe there's harassment going on and you've made a report and then they make it look like you are in your head or you're just your head is in the clouds because it doesn't happen here. Um, so these are the four things that really happen to a lot of females. And I really want us to get to the point of a human to human perspective at the end of the day that's all that really matters so the four things again i will just quickly run over them would be man interrupting man explaining bro pirating and gaslighting so if you have experienced this or if you happen to do this to women take note of it and if it's something that you really do unconsciously just take a step back call yourself to order and um, be a champion for the female gender. We still have a long way to go, especially with what has happened this year with the pandemic. I think there was even a research that came out and said over um, 30 to 40% of women have stepped out of the workforce just because they have to make that tough decision of having to take care of family. There's so much happening and uh, working you know, is, is just overwhelming. And even a lot of women that have lost their jobs. So because of one, the gender gap, the pay gap, and even now for international workers like immigrants and um, foreign trained professionals, it's even a lot worse because um, there's already a pay gap. You are not even earning as much as your counterparts are earning. And then that intersectionality where you're female and then maybe you're black or maybe you have an accent, that's like uh, a double bind for that person. And because of that barrier they probably have lower end jobs and so those jobs are usually the first set to get cut off when companies are looking to save cost um so that is why there's a lot of advocacy for girls to get into coding to get into stem to get into all these other industries so that they can have the opportunities to earn you know as much as and really try to catch up and also even earn as much as as their counterparts and there's this saying that if you equip a woman you're equipping a society because when you look at it a girl child or a woman she's probably she probably has other people that are benefiting from her benevolence because of her expertise because of her skill set so she's not just thinking about herself that's not to say men are selfish but just to point out some of the reasons why this really, really needs to go a long way. So for any woman that you see in your workplace or that you interact with your workplace, just know that they've probably experienced one of these four things before. And um, I hope and I pray and I look forward to the day where girls will have an opportunity to live in a world 
that they can grow in leadership positions and not be the only one or the first one. I mean, it's 2020 and we're still here celebrating sometime. Oh, the first woman too, the only black person too, the first um, uh, woman to do this or the first you know lady to do this or the um, one of the only um, women to be a part of a, a class or a part of a um, a scholarship or a part of a program. So we have a long way to go. And um, I know that just as our knowledge increases as human beings, technology is growing, people are trying new things, things are changing, that we can also change to support the girl child that is coming um, uh, behind us and we can leave a better legacy. It should no longer be termed normal to be judged or harmed or disqualified as a result of a, a girl child's body or her piercing or her hairstyle or even um, uh, her accent or the way she speaks. You know, people should not be judged by that. You know, the female gender should not be judged by that. In fact, I read a research where uh, uh, it said that in professional settings, um, women that are more obese are more likely to be judged as less professional than men compared to men. So now we're not judging people based on their, their size or whatever health statistics they have. But what that uh, research was talking about that you might have a male figure, um, a CEO or a senior executive, or let's just say a regular executive uh, that uh, wears a 3x suit and a female executive that wears a 3x suit same size same bmi index same height and the woman is still judged as less professional compared to the man and um and if they were to tender in their resumes for an opening and then they make an appearance just based by their appearance the woman is judged more harshly for the same size that she comes across or looks more less professional than the man. So these are some of the things that we're talking about that we hope that the girl child that comes after us will no longer have to feel disqualified or feel more judged or harshly judged because of these things or because of these qualities. We should not get used to it and saying, well, it's part of life. It's one of those things I experienced it so well, the next person has to experience it. No. So if you are a female, um, look out for these things. If you have another female on your team and somebody is being, you know, being man interrupted or, you know, their man explaining something or there's bro prioritizing going on or gaslighting going on, uh, please challenge it. Don't just sit back and sit quiet because tomorrow you never know. It might be you. And at the same time, stand with her. If you're a male um, or you identify as others, stand with the female, um, support that person. And I will always say, leave it as a, a human to human approach. Most importantly, we're humans first before any other, before whatever identifiers that we have, we are humans first. So have a human first approach and that hopefully will um you know, drill down to how we treat the girl child that is to come. So this podcast episode this week is a tribute to the girl child. And I hope that we can do our bit as we go out there uh, and celebrate whatever, whoever 
as a girl we have around us to be the best that she can hope for to be both now and in the future. And remember guys, communication is your superpower to be visible at work. I will see you next week. Thank you.